0: Welcome back. Season two, episode one of the One Broke Actress podcast. This is an honest account of actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, also known as One Broke Actress, and it's finally time. I've been so excited. I feel like uh, I've been keeping secrets from you because I recorded these episodes over the last couple months and I've had to kind of pocket them until I had enough to start releasing the season, so... You guys know how our schedules are. Nothing is reliable. I learned that last season. <laughs> so I am so pumped to finally be here with you announcing episode one. Pause for dramatic effect. Oh, wait. You already saw the name on the episode title. Womp, womp. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, episode one is with Max Greenfield. You guys know him, you probably already love him, and if I can spoil a few things, he's just as fucking funny in person as he is on most of his television appearances, except maybe American Horror Story, that was more creepy than funny, but he really gets into it today. Before he got New Girl, the role that kind of put him at the echelon that he is right now, did you know he almost actually quit acting? We're going to get really into that today. Um, We also talk about his tips for guest stars and co-stars coming on a set because he saw so many of them in and out on his stint on the show. He talks about balancing career and family. We also start the episode talking about fitness stuff because he and I met at a CrossFit gym in Los Angeles. You'll actually notice that's kind of a theme in this season. A lot of the guests are going to be people I know from uh, my CrossFit gym, so that's kind of funny. I don't even go there anymore, but... It's funny how tight you can get with people in LA in like weird circumstances. Anyway, along with Max, season two is jam-packed with amazing actors and professionals in this industry and I freaking cannot wait to share them all with you. So without further ado, please enjoy episode one of season two of the One Broke Actress podcast.
1: Yeah, I know guys who are like got huge for no reason. And now it's like, all right, well, you can play four roles now. Right. You've cut yourself out of so much work because you are not a relatable human being. You represent, yeah. you represent a percentage of the population.
0: <laughs> right. And that's the hard part. But it, it's funny because if you look at like the dudes... I feel like there's a little more flexibility with guys of, like, how they can... Do you feel like that? That it's, like, more flexible of, like, how you can look? Or do you... Because with girls, I feel like it's, like, you're either thin or you're fat. I mean, that's mm, changing a
1: little, but... It's changing a little, but...
0: For my role, it's definitely one or the other.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you if you're, like, a jacked girl and you're an actress... <laughs> that's, like... One You're time. like, okay, I guess like I'll just wait until they wait, make Wonder Woman too. Right. And try to be, you know, part of the clan.
0: <laughs> I wrote an article about that about how everyone was like, "Oh my god, look at these strong women." I was like, "Gal's still pretty small." Like if you see her next to like like Brooke Ince, who's like the CrossFit I know, girl isn't that, I, know. I was like, "She's pretty small." <laughs> I pick up kids from the school where she drops her kids off, where they go to the same school, and I've seen her in real life and she looks like Pretty regular person until she's flexing.
1: I mean, it's cool. I, I like that Brooke is in that movie, and she looks rad she's as so, shit.
0: She's so, so cool.
1: But, um, yeah, it's like, okay, well, now I, uh, you know, I did this movie, and now what do, I, like, what do I transition into Like if I want to continue this path? And yeah. You, go, you have to go like, all right, well, either I create something for myself or I'm holding out for a very small percentage of jobs. But it's cool, man. Yeah, I mean, if that, that works that for you. Was, that was kind of my favorite part of that movie, just like...
0: <laughs> those, all those jacked girls.
1: Just like rep, but like, you know, because we, I know you for... Are we, are we doing this?
0: Yeah, you know, I just, I was doing a sound check and now we're just going, so... Okay. But like, <laughs> I know
1: you from uh, from CrossFit. And yeah. And, you know, that community, speci- specifically that female community, is so strong and so incredible. Yeah. Um and positive they are like good if this is the end to that amazing
0: yeah i'm on board
1: yeah but totally
0: i also think that there's a line though that um there was some jennifer lawrence quote where she said it really well once but uh she said something to the effect of, like, I'm an outlier because I'm already pretty famous. Like, I can get a little fat and I'll still get roles. She's like, it's, I can get a little, st- like, stocky and I'll still get roles. She's like, it's the girls who are just starting out, the girls who are getting their credits. She's like, they're the ones who have less options.
1: And I, I thought that know. was pretty I've never, real. I've, you know, I've never been on the other end of it.
0: God it we just hit it really hard with body right away. So now <laughs> I ten <intended> to
1: go. <laughs> I've never been on the other end of it, so I don't really know. No? Um I Wasn't mean Wasn't like, there
0: that time where we were both on the same like terrible diet? Do you remember? Well,
1: I've been I've been on horrible diets before <laughs> for work, but like they were specific. Yeah. Um to what I was doing. Also half of it is me being like Uh, nah, it's just not smart. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> all like, or nothing? <laughs> well, I lost, I, we were like doing that thing, I lost a bunch of weight for American Horror Story. Yeah. And I was not going to take a job that summer because my wife was pregnant. And I was like, let's just chill in LA. Uh, I knew that um, she was going to give birth right before that season, A New Girl started. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, you know, have the baby right before new girl. We don't go back like until a month later. Like let's just let's just
0: So you were going to take some time off.
1: Yeah, so I was ju- I, so I really had not even thought about working uh during that period of time. And I had run into Ryan Murphy, who I kn- who I knew at the time a little bit and and he was like, "I want you to do horror story." And I thought it was like, "Whoa, this is definitely a show I want to be a part of. It yeah. shoots in LA." I thought I mean, this is perfect. And he was like, "But it's gonna be a, it's gonna be really fucked up. Can I close on hair? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Uh, he's like, it's gonna be really fucked up. Um, you gotta dye your hair, and you gotta, you gotta do some weird shit." And I was like, "Okay." And he's like, "Oh, and you're a heroin addict." And I was like, "Whoa." We just like slid I'm that just, in, like, throwing all this <laughs> stuff at me. And I was, and and then I had this thought of just, "I'm here. I'm probably gonna do two or three episodes of the show." Why not just go for it completely? Uh-huh. I've never been in that position. You know, New Girl, after a while, became sort of just a weekly job. And I loved yeah. it. And it was exciting. And it was amazing and rewarding and all those things. But, you know, you shoot that many episodes of a TV show, it's just like. You get you in know, the flow. Yeah. And you'd you, no longer have to approach it from that place. Yeah. So I was really excited. I go, this this could be cool. And, you know, with Ryan, he puts so much into these things. You know, he'll talk to you about a role that literally is Such on screen cool for guy. five minutes. But, by, but when he describes it to you, you go, I think I'm the lead of the show. <laughs> and then you get the script and you're like, I have a line. Um, I think that's probably what makes him uh, as good as he is. <laughs> but, yeah, I decided to really go for it. And then I got into a real... A real, a real cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shame cycle. How
0: was it having a pregnant wife, and that was your your son is the older one, right? Yeah. And t- she was so mad at one. And point, you were like losing your mind for a role. Like, well, that's I like losing, that's real stuff. I want to talk about.
1: I was losing all this weight, and she was, lo- and she was gaining, you know, gaining weight. weight. Oh, and I at, would be so mad. And at one point, um, I feel like. You know, during that process, you go to the doctor and you get weighed and stuff. And I kn- and she got in the scale and she looked at me and she was like, "I know that you weigh less than me right now, and I don't want to talk to you.
0: Don't say anything."
1: <laughs> I'm honestly scared saying that on this podcast, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a really, it was. Um, I mean, it was it was rewarding in the sense that I got the. I feel like it worked out. I feel like it was worth it in the sense of I love that show. But uh,
0: but did you, like, how do you put something, like, into a role like that that's, like, takes up so much of your energy, of your mental focus, of your freaking stuff, and still be a dad and be a husband?
1: Well, it was okay for a while because I knew when I was starting, and very foolishly, the, the big mistake that I made was... I had, like, targeted the start date. And I was like, I'll die it up until that point. Not realizing how long the job would then last. How
0: long did you shoot for?
1: I mean, (laughs) what felt like, honestly, forever. Because two episodes turned into three episodes. Turned into, we're shooting around Lady Gaga's touring schedule. Uh Not to mention... You know, Sarah Paulson was doing horror story and crime story at the same time, which was the craziest thing I've I've ever seen. Wow. And I I, I can't imagine ever seeing anything more impressive in all my life. Um, that makes me like her even more. But so, it then turned into, I think it was, I honestly think it was like two months that I was shooting those episodes. And... That's when I really started to lose it because I was like, how much can I go I, – it just – mentally, I broke down. Yeah. Um, well, but
0: nothing will fuck you like a craft services table. Oh
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't even that. It was just like – it was really mental because you were like – you were so concentrated on everything that you were putting in your body. Oof. That and and I remember like it's just like it was bad. It was just so bad. <laughs> it was I, the whole thing is a blur. And like I'm, I've been, I've been sworn to never do it again by my family. <laughs> it got so weird yeah. and so bad. But the upside was that, you know, at least in that first, in those first like, that first like week and a half of shooting, where I was still able to hold on to it a little bit, we. Sh- you know, I had never worked with Sarah Paulson before, and we had—I'd say probably like what was the biggest scene of that show for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I remember they were doing her coverage first, and I was so emaciated and so out of it and so exhausted and so just out of my mind, crazy that when they called action and you see her walking towards you, and you see the level of commitment that she gives on every take, Yeah, which was terrifying. I was like, thank God I did all of this work to be in this place because had I just shown up like, all right, man, cool, we're in Horror Story, you know what I mean? I would have gotten killed. And she came up and she had a thing, and I was like, I don't know, I've, I've, I've put in what I needed to put in for this, and all of a sudden we're looking at each other, we're in the scene, and you're like, oh, this is wonderful, and then like that whole day became, you know, it was a horrifying scene that we were (laughs) shooting. I was being brutally raped, and it ended up being one of the most fun days on a set that I've ever been on because. It felt like it was working and they turn around on me and like we're just like in it and and you go, Oh, okay. We're all like everybody's on the same page here. Ryan's come in, he's thrilled. He's like <laughs> he's he's having a great day. He's like, This is exciting. Max is on the bed and he's getting raped. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, oh my God. and by um, by some monster. <laughs> And it was like it was it was a really rewarding day of shooting, and I think you know, then coming out of that day and just having like scenes that were sort of you know other scenes that were less intense with Sarah and and the rest of the cast, and just like like oh I feel like I earned my place in this show, which was really big for me. You know, you come out of a show like New Girl and you enter. I show like horror story, and it would be easy to feel like I don't know that I belong here. Yeah, Um, and you could feel really insecure, and you could feel like I, you know, and you don't want to do that specifically there. It's not the place to be. Like, really, no job is the place to be. Like, you know, can I just can I get another one? (laughs) Um, It's kind of cool that
0: you feel that way because there's a there. I feel like there's an idea at the the lower level. Like, of actors, where we think that, you know, once you hit a certain point, it's like, cake, 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 you know? Oh and God. so it's.
1: It ne- <laughs> just never is. It really, it never is.
0: Well, let's backtrack a little bit. So uh, you're from New York, right? Yeah. So what brought you to LA? Was it just for acting?
1: No, I'd moved out here because my, my parents had moved out here. Uh, my dad had gotten a job my senior year of high school out in LA. And. So I stayed in New York for my senior year. Then I went to – this is going to be weird, but I went to college in Wisconsin for a year after that. Um, why? I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I To this day, not sure. That didn't go very well. And it just – I feel like you go to college to realize, like – or to figure out, like, why you're there and to figure out maybe, like, oh, especially if you're somebody who doesn't know what they want to do. Yeah. Um. And I was there, and I was unsure. and...
0: What were you going to major in?
1: I mean, at that point, you know, so much of the, I don't know, where are you from?
0: All over the Midwest.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's the same in the Midwest, but on the East Coast, there was a big emphasis on college. High school didn't matter, but college and, like, this ranking system... Specific, I'm,
0: yeah, we were into that.
1: Yeah, and, like, what college were ranked where... You meet with your guidance counselor and you have like reach schools and safety schools and like the mid schools and you would apply to all these schools. But you would applying to schools that like for no reason. Yeah. Then nothing mattered. You were just like, oh, these are the schools that the book says I should apply to. So I applied to all these schools and Wisconsin was a reach school and I'd gotten in. And I think at that point, you know, I was like sort of gaming the system a little bit. Because you would look at it and you go, hold on. Everybody wants to go to Wisconsin's business school because they have such a business school. What if I applied to the school of education where nobody's going to (laughs) – and then I write an essay about how I want to be a teacher, and you're like, oh, I got in.
0: (laughs) I don't know why more kids don't do that. They told me to apply. I applied to U of I, uh, University of Illinois, and – They only took, like, 14 people into the theater program or some crazy shit like that. Yeah. And uh, I didn't get accepted, and someone else was like, oh, you should should have applied to the agriculture school. They take everyone. I was like, (laughs) what was I thinking? Where were these people? Hot It's crazy. Yeah, because you can switch around as much. Once you're in a school, they don't really care where you go, I feel like.
1: When I got there, there was never a single human being who said to me, "Well, you applied to the school of education, so we <laughs> need you to take these certain courses." If I wanted to go to the school of business, I easily could have. It was bonkos. I'm pretty um, sure that's
0: still true. If anybody's applying for, colleges. yeah, and it wasn't just <laughs>
1: Wisconsin. I did that with like all the applications I had and tried to like game it a little bit so I would get in. I mean, nice. well, so anyway, so it was the best school I had gotten into. It was a re- it was considered a re-school for me, and I went there. Um, Got there and realized, what am I doing here? Were uh,
0: you into, like, acting stuff in high school?
1: Th- uh, ver- we didn't have, like, a true... I don't, at least I don't remember. I don't, I don't believe we had a true... I went to a very small high school, public. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we had, like, a true theater program. I honestly don't even know that we had, like, enough kids to do it. <laughs> um, I remember being in plays in middle school, but I don't really remember high school theater. Um, i don 't know that we had a program uh, then went to then went to college and then realized that i was would be going home to los angeles and I think it was probably something that I'd always sort of thought about doing um but when I had gotten to l a it felt like this is feels much more real, even though I was from New York mm-hmm. you know I grew up outside the city, and i don 't know New York felt very the idea of being an actor in New York felt for very foreign to me as opposed to L.A. where I thought, oh, this is something that people do. Yeah. Um, so I had like, what did I do? I had signed up at Santa Monica Community College because I was like, I should go nice. to college. Yes. And
0: <laughs> I've heard it's very fun.
1: Well, I never went. <laughs> I, s- I signed up and then and then didn't go. And I would gotten into an acting class at that time and got really excited about acting immediately, and thought, "Yeah, I'm not gonna go to college, um, and I'm gonna try this and see how long it lasts." And like, sweet, and then just got into it.
0: Did you work like side jobs at the time? Like, how did you? Oh
1: yeah, work? totally. Yeah. I had a bunch of side jobs. Uh, what did you do? I think the first one I worked at Gap Kids.
0: Yes. That sounds awful. There was awful. one
1: on... It was okay. There was one on on Beverly... Beverly Drive. I would worked at that one. Um, which was kind of nice. In Beverly Hills? Yeah. Huh. It was nice. The people were really nice. Gap is like a whole corporation.
0: Yeah, they're a thing.
1: Yeah. It's really nice. Really nice job. <laughs> totally fine with it. Um, kind of a little retail experience. A little retail. Um, and then... And then I realized like and then I, at some point I started going out on auditions, and I didn't wanna i didn't wanna wait tables because i i i was too scared that I was either gonna like drop things I didn't understand how people understood like how people took orders and remembered them i just there was something about it that's that genuinely terrified me um and i and I tried to find a job where I could sort of make my own hours and I wasn't beholden to anything or mm-hmm. beholden to like sort of a schedule. So I started delivering a lot of stuff. It was like a, you, would, at the time there was like these service, there was a specific service called the go-between where... It was
0: like old school. Yeah, you would Post-mate. get mess,
1: you were like, <laughs> okay, I'm on call right now. And then they would call you or tell you, or you, or you would say, I'm on call right now. And then you would go to like, to the station, I guess, where uh-huh. they had everything. And you would go, these are your pickups, these are your drop-offs. Huh. Was it like say,
0: groceries and stuff? No,
1: it was like office-to-office stuff. So you'd go to one office, pick something up, bring it to, you know, either somebody's <laughs> house, another office, and you just make deliveries. And, like, the dude sort of... I forget, I forget if you got paid by delivery or, like, hourly. I'm not really sure. I don't fully remember. Um... But it was nice, and you just go to like different houses. And I remember, like, I showed up to like Don Cheadle's house once and delivered <laughs> him something. I, I delivered awesome. something to like to to Brad Pitt's house when he was with Jennifer Aniston. Whoa, that's how long. That's I a listen. callback. <laughs> yeah, um, and you that's were like, awesome. "Oh, okay, cool." And then and there was also another. There was like an offshoot of that. Where I was delivering pharmaceuticals to old age homes, and that that was dark. I couldn't do that. I had to stop that one because <laughs> I was like, "This is too much."
0: That's a that's a very specific um, type of energy.
1: It was really dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're auditioning. How? What? I guess made you feel like you were like getting momentum because I think that's where a lot of people, uh, I myself as well, when you th- we think. You know, you start to book things, and I think there's this there's this idea that you book, you know, this job, and it gets to this one, and this one, like it, it it's this ladder that builds. But from what I've I'm experiencing, it's not so much a ladder as like a bit of a roller coaster.
1: <laughs> um, well, I, you know, there's the first one that's really important because it puts you in the union.
0: Mm-hmm. What put you in the union?
1: I think I I had done extra work to get in the union. Okay. Um, so I got my sad car through that. Um because I mo- most people won't see you if you don't have a SAR card. And then uh I don't know, like it's really hard auditioning's really tough because when it goes badly, you most most of the time you have an idea of why. Mm-hmm. Um and you can go, oof, did that, ooh, no I did that. Okay, that went <laughs> wrong. Ooh, I approached it wrong on that and a lot of things that go wrong. It isn't until you do it a lot that you really start start to um, understand why good auditions go well, because you might have a, a great audition, and for the most part, you go, "I don't know what I did differently."
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I would say, one, it's usually because of the material. Um, you know you might just get it could be oh the right you, when you go on a, a lot of auditions most of the stuff you're not going to be right for yeah. and you have to be like I can't tell you how, many, how much stuff like I fooled people into thinking that I might be the guy for <laughs> went all the way down the road with tested and at the very last thing they would be like no, he is not like a Midwest, <laughs> like WASP fraternity guy. <laughs> we, that's not the role for him. And I would be like, oh, all right. I mean, I see your point. Um, <laughs> I still want the job. I, I was going to say, there's no way you
0: were that cordial that you were like, like, oh, okay, thanks so much. This was fun. No, but I
1: knew. I knew because always at the very end, if that was sort of like that, we figured out that he isn't actually the guy, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, they got it. They figured it out.
0: Because <laughs> you kind of do all along. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you've, you convince your,
1: you convince yourself that you can do it. Mm-hmm. And like, if I gotten the job, let's go. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but like, there are people, there are actors out there who are, who are good, who are more this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just sort of like, <laughs> I'm giving you and something different that you're like, I like what's happening there. I can't pinpoint what it is, what's wrong with it. But I, I don't know. What do you think? And then somebody finally somebody in some room goes, no, he's not in his 50s.
0: <laughs> so was that kind of your, you said you took acting class too, but was that like your big... Like, was the audition room, like, part of your classroom experience?
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a much different time. When I, was, when I was auditioning a lot, it was a totally different period of time.
0: And did you ever go up for commercials, or did you just, like, I tried. It? I
1: was so bad at them. I never booked a commercial <laughs> in my life. I really? I was so, so bad at them that at some point I realized, this is going to discourage me to the point where I'm going to quit. Oh, and I stopped nice. doing it.
0: That's a good that's good to know. It's funny because you're so dynamic. You'd think
1: I, that- I but I'm telling you, I was so bad in those rooms. It was. I've never had a good commercial audition, ever. Really? Not one. I didn't know how to do them. But still don't. Shocking. By the way, still don't. <laughs> Have I've you
0: filmed any yet?
1: Filmed Have any. Have you done commercials? Yeah, I've done okay. a couple of them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, only because it's like, that's the guy from New Girl. Right, right. Um, but, oof. <laughs> Those were the worst rooms. I couldn't, I could just, I could not wrap my head around it. That's so um, funny.
0: I would not have pictured that.
1: Could not wrap my head around it. Uh, but I know, like, I know actor, actors. I, there's an actor who was on, uh, I remember her telling, Becky Newton. We did Ugly Betty together. And she was, and she had, like, auditioned for hundreds of commercials in New York or whatever. And she was like, that is, was her best, she was like, that's my best training because I was doing insane stuff in those rooms and at some point stopped caring. And now <laughs> I just, I couldn't care at all about what <laughs> I, like.
0: Commercial auditions are really weird.
1: I, I, I could not wrap my head around it. But I think, you know, it was also, it was a, it was a different time. Mm-hmm it was i'm not 100% sure how it works now but back then the only thing that you were doing was like very few people put, them, put themselves on tape for anything it was all live and it was all very traditional in terms of you know at the very base level you would go and pre-read with the casting director then you'd go then if they liked you they'd bring you to producers and then if the producers liked you and if it was for a pilot, they would have you maybe like have a work session mm-hmm. and then test, and then you would test at network, and then –
0: I'm if, pretty sure that's how it still goes.
1: It felt like there were so many other steps within <laughs> that, but we wanted them to come back, but this time do this, and you're like, I oh, yeah, – yeah. um,
0: Is that what you did for a New Girl? Yeah. We're skipping around a little bit. Is, yeah. Yeah. You but I will regular, say, you know –
1: The thing I learned with New Girl was there were so many jobs that, like, I tested for and had to, like, go back around and was told by the producers or the writers of the show where they were like, you're our guy. Listen, the network says no, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to see some more other people. We're going to show them that you're the guy. And by, like, showing them other people and showing them, like, it, no, you're still the guy.
0: Like, in comparison, yes. we have the guy.
1: And and I would hold on to those things because it's so hard at that point And you're just like, please, please. You know, and these, these ones that we were, like, trying to fit it in. And it felt like such a struggle. And then with New Girl, it was like, boop-a-doop-a-doop. Like, one, two, three, had the job. And I was like, I can't believe it was that easy. And it feels like when it's the awesome. right job, it just happens.
0: But you went through all those regular steps, but they just were streamlined. It just felt.
1: Yeah, went in. Re- uh,
0: who's who is the casting director? I forget. It was Seth
1: Yankowitz. Okay. Um, who was great, and he gave me like a really good note beforehand. Went in, and just like had an. I, but at that point, I quit acting. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was done.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely hopped around. Wait,
1: what? <laughs> I I had like because we had we had my wife and I had had our daughter, uh, who at that point had just turned one, and that like Christmas before. So this was this is two thousand nine. I don't know. This was. Let's see. We have. Well, we have Two thousand ten. So this is like the beginning of 2011. Going into that pilot season, I was like, this is it. I, I hate to like base it on whether I got a pilot or not, but I just was at a point where I was like, I'm done. I don't, I'm not enjoying this anymore.
0: How long I, have you been out here acting at that point?
1: Since 99.
0: Okay, it's so like 12 years.
1: Yeah, and I was like, I don't. And I was like getting a couple of guest stars here and there throughout the year, but I was like, this is not what I want to do. It's like it was too disappointing. It was too uncertain. Um, I have the, yeah, I have this kid. Um I'm way more in love with the kid than I am with the acting. Uh, I was like I'll give it a little bit more time. Um but I but I'm but I'm done and I'm going to try and find, you know, a job. Uh and I called a buddy of mine I mean, the problem was I didn't have any. I didn't have any experience or a college ask what education. You would have done. <laughs> so I called a friend of mine who uh, was a producer. Was producing a Hot in Cleveland mm-hmm. at the time, and him. This guy Todd Milner, and he was Sean Hayes's partner. Okay. And uh, they had produced a couple pilots. That they and they had tested me for like a few shows, and they were. They were some of the people who really like you know believed in me and tried to fit me into something (laughs) that i was wrong for and uh and they had become really good friends and um i called them and i said listen i don't i i don't know that i can continue acting i know you have a show that's up and running i will be a writer's assistant on it i will be like a pa whatever something in the office like if you guys have an opening for a position a job anything uh I'm sort of starting over, and um, let me know. And t- I remember Todd being like, "God damn it!" He goes, "I really don't want to give you a job." I go, "Todd, I'm not. This is not like it's it's done, man. It's over." How old?
0: Wait, how old were you? Can I, was I ask that question?
1: 30, 31. Okay. And I was just like, "I don't want to do it anymore, man. I'm done." And he's like, "All right, let me let me get back to you." <laughs> and I wanna say two weeks later, three weeks later, was the new girl audition and what really what really had put me in my lowest point where I was probably open enough to just totally not care about the new girl audition, which was good for me um there was not there was a show that was being cast, and it was one that I thought. I'm really right for this. I know I can do this. And I got in the audition, and I was like, this is the one. You know what? Maybe this is how this all plays out, because this feels like the right one. And I was was also, as low as my self-esteem and confidence was, it was also really high because... A couple years before that, I had been testing for everything and just not getting it. So I was making it to the end of everything. I just was not getting the job. So it was a very weird headspace to be in. So I went into this thing thinking, like, I'm going to nail it. It's going to be great. I remember finishing the audition and being like, I feel like that went pretty well. And and then being like, oh, thanks so much. Okay, great. And I thought, that could not have been the response for... (laughs) And I really was like, I was like, what the fuck? So I went, I like, I got in the car, I called my agent and I was like, you know, I, didn't, I don't think they responded to what I was doing. I need you to get me back in the room. And they were like, uh eh. And I go, please, I'm telling you, I, I, I just, we need to do it again. So they get me back in the room. I go back in like two days later. I do the same exact audition. They look at me and they're like, okay, thanks so much. And I thought, <laughs> And I remember, I remember being like, "I am done. I'm done. I'm done. It was over." I remember, I remember it really vividly. It was like it was the week, it was that week before Super Bowl weekend. And I remember like the Super Bowl, Super Bowl was in Dallas that year, and I was like, "I don't care. I don't care about anything. I'm done. It's <laughs> over." And and the new girl like sides were just sort of sitting there, and I was like, "I'll look at these, but I don't know. Fuck everybody." <laughs> And I looked at the sides, and I remember looking at the sides and being like this. And You know what's sad? Like I can do a really good job with this audition. <laughs> I just don't care. I don't care. I've had enough. You have you I've you have put me against the wall. I've had enough. I'm done. I'm gonna go to sleep now. And I remember going to that new girl audition. Just not. I was done. I quit.
0: You'd already made the text to your quit. friends. I quit. I quit a job.
1: Yeah, oh I quit. God um i'd made that i talked to my friend before that other audition too i like it was in my head but that after that one where i thought i, I knew i knew i was right um i was done i i, I was like i'm I'm done i don't want to do this anymore and uh so i remember walking into the to the new girl audition with zero stakes on it. i was just like yeah great and then gave uh, i still to this day i can ha- I, i'm like there's about four auditions out of, by the way, a 1,000. And there's 700 of the 1,000 that were off the charts bad. <laughs> there have been about four or five that have been where I left my body and was like, oh, my God, that went really well. Uh-huh. And that was, what, that was the New Girl audition. And I, I think at the test at that point, for the network test, they showed the tape of the original audition. I don't even think they had showed a different, we'd put ourselves on the tape of the studio, um, but they had showed the original tape. And you were like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing this show now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God, that's amazing.
1: I, I, <laughs> and, I, your, and I remember what thinking, like, <laughs> well, she was, it was a whole thing. But uh, I just remember being like, Of all the shows, too, because this one felt like it felt like such a special show. It felt way different than just like a pilot. You know, but like the the one that I was dying for that I thought I was so right for was a pilot. It was just a pilot.
0: Wait, did it ever go?
1: No. Most of the time, (laughs) if you're shooting a pilot, it's it's not. not going. But this one, like Zoe was attached, which was a big, big, big deal at that time.
0: Yeah, that was, I feel like, when big people started to do TV.
1: Well, specifically comedy. Yeah. You know, they might pop into a one hour and you're like, Oh, look who's the lead of a one hour, but you kind of got it. Yeah. You were like, somebody needs a paycheck. (laughs) Um, But.
0: I remember, I remember it was such a, it was such a special show. I was like, this is different. This is cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, Zoe was like coming, she was coming off of 500 days of summer and you thought, she's decided to do a network TV show? That's crazy. We're definitely shooting this thing. <laughs> um, so it was like, Zoe and Liz, who had written it, who was such a hot writer, had writ- written this uh, movie, No Strings Attached, mm-hmm. which was, again, such, a, such an incredible script that Natalie Portman was like, I'm going to do a romantic comedy. <laughs> you know, like, are you? What is going on? Um, I mean, the writing was so good. And then Jay Kasdan was directing it. It just had, like, a real pedigree to it. And you thought, this show, I mean, this one feels different. Like, if we do this right, this could last a really long time.
0: Did you think it would last this long?
1: Yeah, I did, actually. You did? I, I mean, you can't ever... There was a part, it was like a small part of me in the middle that thought, you know, this could go off the rails. Um but I always thought that we would go at least, at least four, and if we went five, you would think they would just keep it around for seven just to, like, amass episodes. Yeah. Um.
0: God, that's such <laughs> a fucking cool story.
1: Yeah, it was, cra- it was crazy, man. But, like, that's how it sort of happens for most people, I think. It- you know, you just sort of... you. You hang around and then all of a sudden the right thing happens and then everything clicks. I mean, that's the weird thing. To be on the other side of it, to go from like having auditioned for everything to now being in a place where, you know, New Girl's over now. And I'm real unemployed. (laughs) And, you know, look, not scared to audition. Open to it specifically if it's something I really want, honestly, want to do it if there's something I really want. Um, but also knowing f- having this perspective as opposed to where I was, where you're like, I'll audition for everything, you know. It's I'm very like, thirsty, I just, yeah. You're like <laughs> thirsty and hungry, and like you're reading things and you're convincing yourself that you're right for them, and you're like, it's an audition, and I'm going to now where you go. Where you read something and you go, There's a lot of talented actors and ones that could do this better than I can. I I, I don't I have nothing for you. <laughs> I have nothing for you. I don't like I don't
0: Do you think that it takes a large amount of success to get to that point?
1: Um Yeah, I mean you gotta get I don't know like I don't know that I would fully phrase it like that, but I would say
0: Or some sort of security of some kind
1: you've got to know yeah i mean you it's it's very hard because you have to know exactly who you are as an actor and as an artist to know what you're going to be what's what what you can offer to something and you know you get clouded a lot of the times and look you still and you still totally do yeah, that's and, like, I'll true. read something and be like, mm, I could do that. And you're like, ooh, <laughs> you're wrong. Um,
0: hey, man, you were the heroin addict. You could <laughs> <just> open, <laughs> open in the bridges left and right.
1: But I remember, like, doing Glass Castle with Brie Larson, and she had told me that she had read for that movie. And I thought, you did not. And she goes, yeah. She, this was, like, my favorite thing she ever said to me. She goes, yeah, always. And i mean, <laughs> and, like... <laughs> And it just, like, looked at me dead in the eyes. And she was like, oh, I always read. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I go, you just won the Academy Award. And and I was like, you read for this? And she's like, look, I hadn't won the Oscar yet. But, you know, she had, this guy Destin Cretton directed her, who's the best. And he had done Short Term 12 with her. And, I mean, incredible. But, her take on it was of course I wanted to read for it not because I wanted to get the job although she did but she was like I want to see if I can do it and that I think is like the, the really interesting perspective on it which I've only had maybe <laughs> once or twice where you get something and you're like huh I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> and then, like I just did, I just finished um, the new American crime story in yeah. and working with Ryan again on I Versace. Can't wait to watch and that. And that was one of those things where it was a really different role. It could, the, the role was written in a way where you could take it in a lot of different directions and Ryan and I had talked about it. Um, he had sent me the scripts and then, but by no means was like offering it to me. It was just like, you should take a look at this. I took a look at it, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I knew that they were. I had a feeling that they were going to read people for it, and I thought, I'm not. I don't definitely don't want to go in live, because that's going to be bad. Because if I don't have it.
0: What's the character like? I don't. It haven't. was like
1: a very. Um, you ever seen Midnight Cowboy?
0: Yes. So a it's a Razzo
1: Rizzo kind of character. Where, but to to Andrew Cunanan, who who Darren Chris plays in the okay. show, um, and you know, it's it's like you had to have a different feel from from Dar- from what Darren was doing and. It's this guy who's lost in Miami and sort of meets up with Andrew and they befriend one another and it's this very odd, sad friendship between these two sort of lost souls. And, um, and I remember reading it and being like, I really like this. I have an idea of what I would do with it. Um, but it was such like a, it's such a, thing um, I don't really know how to articulate it but you (laughs) found that this is this is not this is so far from who I am or like I'm certainly not the obvious choice for this role Mm -hmm. that I don't want to be in a position where you're like I believe in you and you should come and do this job I want to be in a place where I feel like I know what I'm doing, and when I show up, I'm gonna be good. Cause this is an important story, and I don't want to be like the guy that we're like, "Ooh, we screwed that up." He was terrible. You don't want to be the bad part in something really good. That's,
0: so God, that's true.
1: I put myself on tape for it, and worked. A, I mean, I did a thousand takes, and was just like, "All right, that's starting to feel. That's starting to feel right. That's starting to feel right." And then finally got into a groove with it, and was like, "Oh." Oh, I feel like I can do it, and if I do it, it's going to be like this. This feels right. Let me send this off to Ryan. Did
0: you just send one take of it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I was just like, I feel good about this. I totally understand if you don't, Um, (laughs) but uh, let me know what you think. And then I was in Miami like a couple weeks later. Cool. But that was an example of, you know, seeing something and being like, let me see if I can do this as opposed to ooh like I really want this and I'm going to show you that I can do it. Yeah. You know, it's a much more relaxed realistic version of auditioning and I think the right perspective. Yeah, it's um, really refreshing. And one that you is so hard to see when you're like in it and just wanting that Especially one when to you work need, out. Just
0: need credits. It's like Yeah, it's tough. Ugh. Let me ask you this then. So From your all of your experiences, especially on New Girl, especially filming, how many episodes did you guys?
1: 146. Oh
0: my God, that's amazing with such a large number. Um, You worked with a ton of co-stars and guest stars along the way. So a lot of actors who listen to this are in that world. What advice (laughs) would you have? Well,
1: let me tell you. (laughs) First of all, I was a guest star and co-star actor forever. Longer than I was on New Girl. Um, so it is a very hard business to be in. Um, and it's not very rewarding. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you think, like, oh, this job will lead to this, or they don't, none of them lead to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, uh, like, I, I can't, I, should, I shouldn't say that. There was a couple of jobs that I had where I was like, I, you know, where you'd like do an episode and you go, I could be crazy, but I think this job, I think like this role might come back. Yeah. Um, and I've had, and I was really lucky. And but by the way, on those two, it was usually because I had tested for either the pilot or another series regular role and didn't get it, and they were like, we're gonna give them something, um. and then they would have me come back. So like, the the notion that like. The, the good audition that doesn't get you the job leads to nowhere is not is not true so many of my jobs have been like hand me down jobs because i didn't get <laughs> the you know the lead role or like the the one that they were testing for the series regular and they were like we just loved him but like, you know, we something. couldn't we couldn't get him past the network but we're going to get him in this thing um,
0: <laughs> but that that world i feel like is such a
1: it's a it's a, it's a, it's cool I, because I you've seen both speak, sides of it. Yeah, totally. I can't speak so much uh I mean, I shouldn't say that. I was what I was going to say is, you know, on new girl, a lot of the people who came in were really established actors. Um people who I felt like gen not that it's a different thing, but like people who I known and like people's work that I really kn- knew and was yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be working with this person." Um and I was going to say like you know it's it's a little different in that situation for the but truthfully, it's not they're coming in and they're just as nervous or scared or unsure, probably more so, yeah. or it's just different stuff than the it's person who's pressure. like yeah who the, the person who has like doesn't have that many credits, and this is maybe one of their first jobs um
0: well, because it's like going to play an away game. Like you show up on someone else's turf. Like on New Girl, for example, everyone would show up, and they would be like playing on your set that you've been acting on for years. Like yeah, so I mean,
1: we were really inviting. We we were we were always kind of like, oh, please go crazy. Um, <laughs> just I've done too many scenes with Jake Johnson. Like the well is the well is run dry. <laughs> And the two of us would be like if we were if we if Jake and I ever got in a scene together and there was a guest star there, we would set them up, we really pushed them to improv because we wanted them to go crazy and we wanted to see <laughs> like." truly how crazy that person would go
0: (laughs) Just make your day a little more interesting yeah
1: and they would love it and you know there's a certain type of actor that would love it yeah and would improv for hours and we'd be like i can't believe how funny this person is (laughs) and we've had we had a lot of those people and we would just die laughing and we'd try to get them to improv in ways that were like unusable for the show But they That's would just only something you can do in on a long oh, season show. Oh, totally. <laughs> that but or like, like
0: Shonda Rhimes.
1: <laughs> you know, here's what's different about it, and I don't know that it should be, but it's hard to get around. When I before New Girl, and I was when I would when I would guest star, and, and you're new on a set, you don't have a lot of credits, and you're there, and you're looking at everybody, and you're like, and I don't know if you have these feelings, but like for me, I was always like, Ugh, they like have a whole thing. And, Oh, for sure I'm not like a part of it and it's like oh, fine. I just, like <laughs> actually you know I, I'm like excited I got the job but like I really don't want to be here this is like too much for me I feel like I'm in high school I hate it um, <laughs>
0: it does feel like high school yeah
1: it's worse and like they're, God only knows they all feel so comfortable and they all feel like and I have a job and I'm like coming here tomorrow and it's like I don't know that I'm going to last three lines before right. I get fired you're get, and this is like a much bigger issue but like you're getting past all of that to get to a place where you can, like, touch on the scene. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wade through the bullshit. It's like 70% of my day and my experience is spent calming myself down and getting to a place where I can just, like, stand on my own two feet and not have a complete meltdown in this scene. (laughs)
0: I'm shaking my head because I know exactly what you mean. Well, and, you spend like half the day sitting there waiting.
1: Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you're up. And you're, up like, and you're like, oh, now – like, oh, my – this is happening. And then you're like, oh, my God, I was totally not present for any of that. My, right. The words came out of my mouth, and I th- I think. And um, I don't think I'm going to get fired. Um, no one's told me yet. Uh, and look, you know, the time – the the experience – the experiences that I've had where I've done the best work is when I've really, like, sort of taken a deep breath, own the space, and taken control. And, and, and that doesn't mean, like, bossing everybody around or, like, being in there, but, like, being an equal, being an equal participant in a scene. Now, not every scene calls for that, you know what I mean? You might be freaking out on, on something, and you're a guest star, and your job is to, like, come in and be, like, Guys, I promise I delivered the mail, <laughs> and like that's your line, you know what I mean? In like a five-page scene, and you don't want to be the person who's like, "Guys, I don't know that I'm delivering this line right." Um,
0: I've played a, like a waitress or something random. Yeah, and it's
1: like you you just have to like know when those times exist and when they don't. And most of the, and most and unfortunately, you know, most of those those guest stars and co-stars are those moments where you're just like. I am I guess my job is to just come in, say the word, and then walk out, and that's it. And then you're like, okay, okay, cool.
0: My, I had an acting coach who used to call it playing in the chorus. She was like, you know, you can do you, but you're a member of the chorus. Yeah, and totally. You have to make the song keep going on, you can't take. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. But the pressure, I feel like, of when you get those jobs – it's so exciting, and it's like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna be on New Girl, oh my god, yeah. And uh, I told you I was on hold for um, something for New Girl, yeah, yeah, in, like, yeah, last season, and uh, and I was like, oh my gosh, this would be so awesome, but then we're there. If you if you're good at, it. <laughs> it's a whole nother ball game, and it's like that feeling of like, what do you? How do I word this? What do you wish that actors coming onto a set new or like what mistakes have you seen them make
1: here's an important thing so like when you have those when you have those small opportunities that are like coming in and you're saying one line you're popping out what's really important is for you to observe everything else that's happening Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because there's so much going on and if you're like the one who goes guys I really I need to think about how I'm going to say this line. it's like <laughs> you need to calm down but what you should be doing is like understanding why the camera is set up the way that it is understanding why actors are like watching what other actors are doing understand like marks understand about coverage and you know look ask the director too about that stuff cuz a lot of the times and find the right moment to do it oh, yeah, I was just <laughs> But like <laughs> but like They'll be happy. Most TV directors, and I, I love them, but a lot of them, I shouldn't say most, a lot of them, you know, are coming in and they...
0: A lot of them are like guest stars, too. Yeah, they're popping into to- a new set. Yeah, that's right.
1: So they are they are not totally, I don't want to say comfortable, but they almost feel like they're being impolite to uh, the series regulars. Um if they were to give them direction on a character that they've been playing for a really long time. And Makes sense. I hate that because I'm always like, <laughs> please give me something else to do. My head is not that smart. And like, <laughs> I would love some direction. Um, and, pro- and I know that I need it. Um, <laughs> but where they do direct and you see them is with, with the guest cast and it's not because they're, like, micromanaging, it's because they're, like, this, I'm a director, I love doing this, and I'm, like, I feel employed about doing it with with these guys, so, like, let me do it. So, like, having a rapport with them and learning, like, I remember doing episodes of Ugly Betty, um, you know, and I'm, like, 31st on the call sheet. (laughs) But I would, like, sit there and talk to, I remember there was a director named Michael Spiller who, Was the producer director on the Mindy project forever, and he did a bunch. He's a fantastic director, and I remember sitting with him, and he would be like, he was like, I remember, I want to say he was like one of the first people to have like an iPad, and he had all the sets like mapped out, and he was showing me like coverage, and you were asking questions, and you know, you learn like learning the other things. I remember like doing Ugly Betty again, Mm -hmm. and. (laughs) <laughs> and like Eric Mabius at one point, who played like the guy on that show, uh-huh. I walked into a scene and he just went, nope. And that wasn't the line. And I remember being like, what? what what's happening? And he like politely, I don't know, <laughs> wasn't my favorite move. He was right, but like, whatever. <laughs> he very politely put his hands on my shoulders and like just moved me to the left because I was, I had fully missed my mark.
0: You just walked in, he said, nope.
1: Yeah, he went, nope. And he, and he knew it, but he knew he was like, why waste, why waste this entire take, which is going to be unusable? Yeah. Nobody has said it yet. So I'm just, you know, no, I need you over here. And I was like, all right. But you learn so much that way so that when you do get a more substantial opportunity, you come in and you know that stuff. I mean, it's really, it's really important. Because, I mean, look, theater is a totally different thing. And it's not so much, but, like, when you are in this business in terms of working on TV and film, like, you are part of the process of making a TV show or a a movie. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is technical. It's not all about, like, my feelings and and what this character ate for breakfast it's just like it, it isn't you realize how, how crazy it is
0: I uh, I always call it free class whenever I'm on a set because I'm like I like I love to sit back and like just listen because there's so much stuff like I don't know now I know how to light something because yeah, totally. of something like that which is you know it's and then, tapes. yeah
1: and if you're lucky enough Every once in a while, you get to be on a set where, like, you forget about all the technical stuff, and you're just watching two actors go at it. And oh you're my like, god! Whoa! I forgot that I was here because they're so
0: good. <laughs> I did a um, an episode of uh, Ryan Hansen solves crime on television. Oh at yeah, Red, yeah, yeah. And working with him and Samira was just amazing. He's, and the two he's of them, funny. he is so funny. And um, you know, Rawson.
1: Yeah,
0: totally. Uh, he was directing, yeah. and between all of that, like it was so fun. And like uh, Ryan sat next to me at lunch one day, and we—I asked him like a thousand questions. Like he might as well have one of these microphones in his face because basically podcasting with him before I had a podcast. And I was like, I, I was like, do you mind this at all? And he was like, No, not at all. I love this. And I was like, Okay, this is appropriate because he chose to sit with me. He chose it, but I wouldn't necessarily do that. On every other set, um, but it worked out, and I learned so much from just talking and like listening to all of these people who have so much to to share.
1: Yeah, you learn a bunch of stuff, and then, and then you you have an understanding of it when it's your turn to be like, "Whoa now I'm now I'm not just like observing it, and now I'm in it." Yeah, and it's important. It's like it's it's important, and then you know those things don't throw you. When you're like, oh, it's my monologue. <laughs> and, you know, a boom drops in on your monologue, or like something else happens, or this, or wh- whatever technical thing comes up, and you're like, oh, it's <laughs> like you're not freaked out by it. You're like, yeah, we're all here together. We're all doing this together. This is all part of the process. And, okay, you want me to take it from the top, or you want me to pick it up where we just left off? You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like,
0: God, it's such a machine. Okay, one last question. If you could have known something about L.A. or acting before you came here or before you started in this business, <laughs> what do you wish you knew?
1: Well, it's a – I mean, it's kind of a weird question because I feel like I wouldn't have wished to have known anything because I, then <laughs> I wouldn't have learned anything. Um by failing, which I feel like is the <laughs> only real way to learn anything. Um, I, think, I think the one thing that I've, that I've learned that I still deal with is that I have to remind myself even now about with acting in general. It's really important for me to, to, to like take a beat. I want to I be the guy who's just like, all right, now let's do it. Let's go. Say action. Let's go. You know what I mean? And I want to be the guy who's like on it. And I I need to se- I need um just a second. And it's not a long, it's not like I need um an hour in my trailer. <laughs> I just need like 5 seconds to be like I need I need to just set a set. I just need to set myself. And um and make sure that I'm ready to start this. Because if I start it right away, the whole thing's off. And I know it. I need to set myself, and what I think that means is, is, and I was just talking to my friend who had just moved out here, and he's you know, starting to go out on auditions and stuff, and he's new to that, and he's like, these auditions are tough. He's like, I, he goes, I get really nervous. And I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> it's tough (laughs) you get these you get like these shots are so few and far between and it's a real bummer when it's not the acting that you're having a problem with or the scene it's the (laughs) fact that you're like super nervous or your body starts doing weird stuff that you're not even in control of and you're like (laughs) what in the fuck is going on um that happens to me still in a way that I'm really happy about which is I show, when I show up to a set I'm still like so excited and it doesn't matter where it is I still cannot believe that I'm driving up to set and like I get there and that like we get to act today and like now somewhere during the day it might turn and I might be like oh, I gotta get the of <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like, I'm exhausted. I need a fucking coffee. Uh-huh. Um, but when I show up, I am fired up. Um, and on New Girl, it really worked in my favor because I was always like, boom, let's go. By 3 o'clock, I was so tired. <laughs> I was always <laughs> like, oh, my God, how much more do we have to do? <laughs> oh, no. I don't hope I don't have to like, jump off a wall in an <laughs> afternoon scene. Yeah. Um, but it always worked in my favor uh, on a show like that. But I've done some stuff now uh, outside of New Girl where I will have that same reaction to showing up to set, but all of that energy doesn't work in my favor for the scene. Mm-hmm. And I have got to dial that in, and I've got to get and I've got to set myself and get to a place where I'm present. I'm here, I'm sitting down or stand whatever it is and just like whoosh, we're at we're 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 about to be in it. Or like I am in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that to me is has been a really important lesson. Because, you know, you go to the like for me it's for me it's dialing back the excitement of being on set now, which I still which I'm I love again, that.
0: that that you still get that—that's but so when I was awesome.
1: aud- yeah, I'm I'm still happy that I get it too. I'm very aware of <laughs> it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when I'm when I when I audition still, and when I certainly when I used to audition, you know, you're in there and you're nervous, and they're asking you, qu- and then maybe they're like, "Hey, so, how, oh, oh, hey, how are you? How like, was your blah, day?" Blah, blah, like, you're <laughs> like. I mean I and then you're telling a story and you're in your head about the story. And by the way, it's it's the fucking audition is gone at that point forever. You're yeah. you've lost everything. And you don't even know it. And you think like, I'm good, I'll be fine. You're not. You're just not. And maybe I mean maybe you are. I don't know. I'm definitely not.
0: I'm n i know exactly what you mean. And I'm not.
1: I'm just always like I wish yeah, I mean I wish I had known on so many like I wish I had remembered and had the confidence to stop, take the room, and just like be really present and do and do the scene, which is what you what you went there to do. Not get the job, just go there to do the scene and and be an active participant in that. And like that, I think. I I I don't. It took me a really long time to get that message. Because they
0: they make you feel like time is. I know everyone's in a hurry, but it really always feels like very rushed. Everything feels. Yeah. Hurry up and wait.
1: I think that's on. I I think that's more on you than it is on them. Really. Because. It's your own insecurities telling you that. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's like, you know, my, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't matter to them. Yeah. And they're just shuffling me through. They don't, they don't have time for me. Where you're like, no. And it's and it, and it's a weird thing because like, an actor might say to themselves, like, yes, that's right. I need to go in there. I need to take a man of the room and like make a big fucking deal out of it, yeah. which is not what I'm saying. <laughs> I've seen it just I've means seen, like
0: I've seen actors go to rooms. I've uh, done. I've been a reader before, and I've seen actors go in rooms, and they'll just turn around.
1: Yeah, and you're just waiting
0: and waiting, and I'm like, okay, that's it. It's, Look, you, know you can do t-
1: that, but you better be lights out fucking
0: amazing <laughs> you better
1: be unbelievable if you do that honestly um,
0: <laughs> no that's really good I like that
1: but just like taking a beat understanding that they might ask you a question beforehand you might have to deal with it but understanding that within that I'm 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 not gonna try and like impress you with a story I'm just gonna answer your question we're gonna talk I'm gonna be present with you, and then before we start, I'm just gonna take a deep breath, and I'm gonna dial in. That's it. Just and like, enough. yeah, I know. That's what's <laughs> fucking crazy about it. It's just that, and then you're like, <clears throat> like my head popped off in my shoulders. I have hands. <laughs> oh God, Almighty! It's tough. It's tough. It's really tough. It's real. It's not an easy thing. No. Auditioning in general. It's a very difficult thing. Um, and that's what's hard about being a guest star, too, because it's like you feel like you're auditioning even when you've got the job.
0: Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. And you're like,
1: God damn it. I thought I would be less nervous. <laughs> but then, like, I don't know. If you're, ner- if you're not nervous, do you care? Maybe being nervous just means you care. I don't know. I've, I Believe me.
0: I've,
1: <laughs> I've gone down the road on all this shit. <laughs> It's a real... uh, (laughs) It's real crowded up in my head.
0: (laughs) Apparently not caring worked out really well. At some point in time... (laughs)
1: Oh, 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 acting!
0: Oh boy. Um. All right. That's that wraps us up. Well,
1: thanks for having me. This was fun.
0: Thank you so much. Um. People want to follow you on Instagram or check you out or do you do any of the social medias? Or I have
1: them. They're off my phone right now because they're not serving me. <laughs> they're not serving me in any way. I'm like, why am I looking at this? I can't. <laughs> this is not making me feel good. Um.
0: So leave him alone. He doesn't want to be found. No, no. no you can
1: please. You can write me, but I'm just like. I'm right now uh, it's more about following other people. I'm like looking at what other people are saying and I'm like, what? I can't this is fucking crazy. What is going on in the world? The world's on fire. The world's on fire. <laughs> world, it's like two competing th- I'm like the world's on fire on Twitter and then everybody's on vacation on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like,
0: What is, what in the fuck is happening? I always say the same thing. I'm like on Twitter, everyone's so upset and angry, and then on Instagram Everyone's invited to parties. I'm not. <laughs> I'm telling you,
1: Matt. I'm out. I have to. I had to delete them. I'm, it's a new year for me. I've got to get a job, and uh, <laughs> I can't be subjected to such emotional and mental torment by my phone. I oh, to. The apps are off. Look, I'll show it just as proof. So I'm are you not cl- like
0: clean home screen.
1: There's nothing. Wow. There. There's an ESPN app priorities crosswords <laughs> and a sleep machine
0: really what else do you need that's it that's <laughs> it a couple
1: of kids my game my kids have a couple of games you're good to that's go it.
0: that sounds very much less stressful
1: it's too much
0: <sighs> i agree with you oh okay thank you so much again this thank was you. This awesome was all right guys i'll talk to you in just a bit god damn wasn't that great i mean Max was great. I was okay. But like really about him. Oh, that was such a fun conversation and his knowledge of the business is just fan freaking tastic. If you guys enjoyed this episode, if you found some content that is actionable for yourself and your career, please do me a favor, rate and review it on iTunes. Also, make sure you're subscribed and follow me on Instagram at Sam Valentine. If you want even more fun from me personally, you can always go to onebrokeactress.com where I release articles weekly along with other fun tidbits. Um, I think that's all the business pieces I have for you. But honestly, all of those are very important to me, so... Please listen to them. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you, as always, to Maggie Zabo for our beautiful theme song. And with that, I'll see you next Tuesday.